What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of What the Heck Hoops. I'm Hector Mazza. And it is your boy, Malk, in the building, man. You know how we get started, man. Go ahead, follow us on the Instagram, man, at What the Heck Hoops Instagram. That's plural, What the Heck Hoops, plural. Uh, and then go ahead and follow us on Twitter at WTH Hoops Pod. Go ahead, follow us on Twitter, man, and go ahead, like and subscribe on the YouTube. We will come out with more videos, man. We'll just keep y'all posted, bro. But let's get it started, man. All right, let's hop right into it. First question, bro. We have this argument all the time, bro. I want to get this out of the way. I feel like it's a conversation in the NBA with the 70 year, 75th year anniversary of the NBA. Uh, old school versus new school. Uh, especially been a topic with ball don't stop, with controversial rankings. I guess the argument is that um, nowadays people feel as though that or so, okay, there's two sides of the argument. One, people feel like uh, the old school NBA players could hang in this era with the new school and how the refs are, the defense, the offensive level, uh, all of that taken into account. The old school players can keep up with the new school guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other side of that argument is that the skill level is so high um, with the new defensive rules and fouls that it'd be impossible for the old school guys, the old heads, to be able to play and survive in the era we are in today. Uh, I think I'm on the second side of the argument, the one I just explained, and I think Hector is on the uh, the first end. Uh, I'm going to let you go first, bro. I want you to give me examples. Go All for right. the depth. See, let me know, bro. All right. So first and foremost, I, I'm not necessarily left or right on this. I'm more in the middle because I respect the greatness of both eras. All right. So... I respect the fact that, for example, Michael Jordan, I think he would be able to dominate in this era just like he dominated in the last era, if not more, because it's way softer of a game. That's that's the easiest target is the fact that the fouls and obviously this year is a little different, but we see how that's affecting all of the star players for the most part. Correct. Uh, To a degree. To a a big degree, because the high. Even the high levels of scoring within the whole team, you know, the high scoring matchups, not, not, not everyone is reaching 120, 130 anymore. It's more like 100, 110, 90s, like how it was when people, you would win a game 85 to 80. You don't see that no more, right, because of the physicality, you know. And, but I do agree with the fact that the skill level of today's day is on another level. But that's just because as humans, we evolve, correct? But I think it's disrespectful if we do not think that the great players from back in the day, if they were in today's day, would not be able to adjust and adapt into today's game. I think it's disrespectful if we think that Michael Jordan wouldn't be able to develop a three-point shot like one of the best shooters in the league in today. I just, I just don't, I, I can't accept that. Just like I think it's disrespectful for for people to think that LeBron James or Kevin Durant or whoever of the great players in today's day wouldn't be able to deal with the physicality of past years. But I do think that the old heads would have an easier transition into today's game. I understand that the skill level. And, for example, the handles and the bucket getting. Like, I understand that the 15th player on the roster is way more elite than the 15th player on the, on the roster uh, years, years ago, 
you know, 20, 30 years ago. Further down the roster, the level of talent obviously wasn't the same. But when we speak on the all-time greats, when we speak on the Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, so on and so forth, to think that just because their game didn't display the level of skill in today's game, that they're not as good as today's players, I just think that it's ridiculous. Like you said, the ball don't stop. Post that you're referring to when he said that high school players would cook NBA players from back in the day, that's just ridiculous to me. Utterly, completely not ridiculous, nonsense, whatever the word you want to use. I think it's ridiculous because of the fact that, like we know, it's, it's a way softer game, and that's just with everything in every sport, football, baseball, basketball, whatever it is, it's just way softer of a generation in reality. Like this generation is just mad soft compared to back in the day. So the fact that he thinks that if you were to, I don't know, whatever the best high school player in today is. Mikey Williams. Okay, Mikey Williams putting him up against, I don't know, whoever you want in the, in the, uh, in the NBA from back in the day, and he would cook them, it's just ridiculous, bro. It's just ridiculous. Because like I said, bro, the physicality on the defense nowadays, like you can't even hand check. Everything's a foul. Everything, And even if they don't call it, the offensive player is always looking for a foul. They get a little nick, a little knack, and they're looking at the ref like, yo, you ain't call that? Come on, man. But he's like, bro, just play on. Just make the shot, bro. How many times do we not see James Harden literally just flail instead of just finishing at the rim? But people actually people actually foul in James Harden, though. But that's a whole different conversation. But go ahead. Anyway, anyway. But we'll, we'll get to that later. I just, like I said, I just, I, I think it's disrespectful to the, to the old heads, to the old generation, disrespecting <clears throat> the greatness to think that they wouldn't be able to adjust. Okay, um, you see, I did. I beg to differ, but I do believe that um, they do have the potential to adjust for sure. I think that's pretty easy, but I think, um, but I think I agree with that to a sense of a defensive sense. Like I think it would be easy to adjust, you know, to the defense, and I think on both sides, um, and I think we're seeing that now too with the with this generation adapting to the harder defense that's been imposed upon them this season. Mm-hmm. For example, you know, they're uh, Damian Lillard, uh, Trey Young. Uh, James Harden, all numbers were down in the beginning of the season, but now they're starting to pick it back up. Percentages are going back up, um, and, and it's clear that it's it's pretty adaptable. Uh, and I don't I don't want to I'm not going to disagree with you on that. I think for both sides, you know, with the old school adapting to the new school defense, and the uh, and I think it's going to be easy for the new school adapting to the to the old school defense, if that makes sense. I don't think it's going to be that easy. I don't know. With that being said, though, um, to think that. To go to your point of saying the 15 man on the roster cook, uh, on this league, this season cooking you know a 1995 1980 player on the 15 player on the roster on in one of those era teams is cooking each uh, the new school let me start over the 2021 15th guy is cooking the 1980 15 guy mm-hmm. is a fact for sure but he's also cooking the number two three four five six oh. seven eight ten dude I'm just <laughs> letting you know that that's facts. Like, I'm sure the defense is a little harder, bro. But like I said, it's easy to adjust, bro. Like these NBA tra- these NBA players train four fouls straight up. That's a fact. And 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 I don't know if you've watched film, but one clear one clear um 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 piece of evidence of this, bro, was when the whole big debate was of KD versus Larry Bird. 
People are like, oh, yeah, Larry Bird would cook him. Oh, no, no, no. Stop it right now. If you ever watch Larry Bird film, you will know that Larry Bird will never touch Kevin Durant offensively in his life. Ever. Ever. No disrespect to Larry Bird. That's and his, very disrespectful. No Larry disrespect Bird. to Larry Bird but and, and what he's done for the Celtics, you know, the championships he's brought to the team. Um, you know, the 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 elevation of skill that he has done for the NBA, the way he's changed the NBA, the way he changed shooting, like that's facts. Certified. Accolades certified. Impact certified. You know what I'm saying? And at that time, next level skill certified. But now that it's a whole new world. Larry Bird is not uh, tween tween step back. He's not doing that. He's not doing that. Katie is. Katie has a, a a point guard handle at seven feet. Larry Bird did not think about dribbling the ball, bro. He'll dribble it a little bit, but he's more focused on making that right play. His IQ was out of this world. I'm sorry, I'm screaming because argument. I've been explaining this to thirty five thousand people, but yeah, bro. Larry Bird's IQ, was, his passing ability, his shooting was out of this world at that time. But we're in a new era, and, and that goes for all the players. I do agree with you that Michael Jordan is probably one of the candidates that could survive in this era because he's the one that started this, this revolution of dribbling skills, um, mm-hmm. you know, being the number one player, taking all the shots, you know, uh, uh, single-handedly wielding teams, uh, and just being that all-around all, all NBA player. Fully equipped defense, offense, uh, making jump shots, going to the rim, finishing strong, right. doing the uh, uh, you know up and under. You know he was put. He's the one that put it all together and took right. it. You know what I'm saying and set this new level. Right. And that and I feel like ever since then, bro, it's only been up from there. Mm-hmm. Example, Mikey Williams. Like I said, he can do all of that with ease because trainers have built and 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 um, stolen from YouTube, from other trainers, yada, yada, yada. With the media, it's just a new realm of NBA to the point where you can't just be a shooter. You can't just be a dude who can dribble. You can't just be a guy who can just pass. You have to be all of that right, to be great, at least. Um, and so as time goes on, everyone is going to be able to do that. So now it just takes to be doing – everyone can do everything, but who can do it better is really what's going on right, right now. Um, and so back to the main argument, man, I, there's no way these guys, some, you know, there's some, you know, some, some guys, you know, and as, and, you know, as we get closer to the two thousands, you know, as we break into the two thousands, I think, you know, there's a lot, there's, there comes to be a lot more people who can survive in today's era. Right. But I think the later back we go, the more difference we see in, in, in game and ability. Cause like I said, the game evolves. I, people weren't even doing tween the legs back then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and now everyone can do tween the legs. Like, and it's, that's just a small example, right. but it's little things like that. And it goes all the way to IQ, certain plays, you know what I'm saying? Like, now that the three-point was implemented, like, guys didn't even have a three-point at that time, you know what I'm saying? So, even then, um, yeah, I just don't think, I just don't think the old school guys can hang with the new school guys now because of, you know, um, skills being passed on, things being watered down. Uh, fundamentals growing and, and um, just evolution of the game simply. Um, I do think, you know, you're right to the defensive end. And I just, I think that's very adaptable in all ends, in my opinion. But hey. But you don't, you don't think, you don't think they could have developed offensively? They could have adjusted. Would have, could have, should have. But to say that Larry Bird can hang 
with I think he can hang. I don't think he'd win because KD is probably the most efficient scorer ever. He's just I mean, he's a But he's, he's not hanging seven. with KD one on one or five on five if he had to guard him. That's a fact. No, nah, I think, KD I think is he's definitely him, hanging putting the brakes on that. No, nah, I think he's definitely hanging with him. No. Definitely. Like if they go one on one eleven, KD probably winning like. What about Kareem? You think Kareem is hanging with Giannis or Shaq? Hell no. Nah. Kareem had it's one different. move. Unstoppable. The man was though. unstoppably tall. It's different though. I well, mean, because Giannis, Giannis is Giannis. Now is they have just, multiple seven footers. Giannis is just different though. Nobody, nobody could guard Giannis. No okay, center you think, you can, think guard Shaq can guard Giannis. No. Okay, that's my point. No, but that's different though. Ain't nobody, ain't no center guard, ain't no center in today's day even guarding Giannis. What center is guarding Giannis? Maybe AD. But he's he, he's a power forward. Maybe like, he's, um, he's um um. Uh, Joel Embiid Hell nah Come on bro Hell nah Come on bro Bro Joel Embiid You put him in an island Near the three point line To guard Giannis bro Giannis is blowing by him Every single time bro Every single time Okay but he's matching up With him offensively as well But my point is saying My point But that's my thing That's my point Like he can at least Hang with the man He can go back and forth Shot to shot with him Meanwhile Shaq is not doing that He's shutting that down Defensively uh, in my opinion, Giannis could shut down Shaq. Bro, oh, bro, oh my gosh, bro. Shaq will literally put him in. The, bro, what, bro? You think so? Bro, bro, what? You think you think bro. Shaq is going to lock up Giannis too? In the paint? I mean, like I said, bro, you put him on but the you wing. Put, you put him you put, you stretch him out, bro. Ain't nobody going 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 to be able to guard him one on one. But if you put him in the paint, bro, down in, down in the block, bro, hell yeah, bro. You and think Giannis is not hanging with Shaq in the Gian, Giannis, could, bro, bro, Shaq is eating him every single motherfucker. Offensively, bro. Giannis is sus in the paint. I'm not going to sit here and say that, but I'm saying defensively at least, Giannis. Bro, I don't Giannis know. I will not be able to, sh- to guard Shaq, bro. Ain't no way. I bet Ain't no way, dude. Ain't no way. Bro, first off, Shaq got at least almost, at least like 60, 70 pounds on him easily. That's fine. Waking up easily. That's fine. The most dominating force ever, bro. And Giannis is the one competing for that. No. No. He would not be able to compete. Giannis just had one of the craziest finals games of all time. I agree, but no, 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 no. He just came off a DPOY and MVP. Come on, bro. You got to start putting respect on Giannis. I respect Giannis. I got him top three, bro. But it, it ain't no way, bro, that I could sit here and, like I said, disrespect the greatness from the past, bro. Shaq is literally the most dominating force ever. Ever. And it's like, the thing is, is, and you're right about the fact that in today's game, people can score in so many different ways. And that's so true. But the craziest and the the most beautiful part about back in the day is the fact that these dudes literally had one thing, two things, and still dominated at all time, at all time level. Shaq, all he could do, give him the ball in the block and let him work. That's it. He had no shot. One of the worst free throw shooting shooters ever. He had nothing. All fact, that's a great way to guard Shaq. Just foul the nigga. That's a great way to guard Shaq. But then you're going to foul out because he's going to make you foul him every single time. <laughs> every bro. single time, bro. I don't that's know. That's like 300, 350. I'm not, I'm not buying it. I got Giannis. I got Giannis. It, Shaq, there's no way. no way, man. And it's like. Like you know, accolade-wise, you know, if you take into account accolades, like I said, you know, these guys are smoking, smoking the young generation, obviously, bro. And I also think chips are situational, accolades are situational. But to your point, but but to my point though, is the skill, bro. It's all about the skill. But it's also the mindset the too. Not everyone, mindset, not mindset everyone does set has. Guys it definitely not every, doesn't apart, but it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, that doesn't change skill for me. I still think LeBron is better than 
Jordan, Jordan had the meanest mindset of all time, which people uh, argue that that's what sets him apart from or sets him above LeBron. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So that's how I, I get, feel. I like get this. what you're saying, but it's like there's just like the the way the game was built back in the day. You put, let's just say, half of the dudes in today's game. You put them back in the day, bro. They wouldn't be able to survive a week. They wouldn't. Mm. With the way, dude, it was, bro. I know you've seen the film, dude. It was tough back then, bro. For sure. It was tough. For sure. Like I said, you get a little, little, bro, you literally put your hand on them as they're shooting a three, bro, and they flailing. They they going crazy, bro, because they're like, yo, dude, back then, bro, you getting pushed midair, bro. Full on elbow into into your ribs, bro, midair. And it was like, all right, play on. You know, but again, though, I do think that today's day skill wise is just unmatched. But that's that's in anything, though, because like like we said, as humans, we evolve and we get better, you know. And like you said, I mean, because of Jordan, like you said, he was the first one to really expand the game skill wise. And I mean, ever since then, all everybody's ever tried to do is just be better than that, you know, so. I understand that aspect that, yeah, like like I said, the 15th man on the roster is cooking anybody down the street, anybody. You see the 15th, any any NBA player, you see him in the YMCA, bro, and you're thinking that man's the next Jordan. Offer it. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I think I think it's more even than a lot of young people think. I think it's because I'm, I'm thinking about the greatest of the great from back in the day. I'm not talking about no role player. No, I'm talking about the greatest of all time from back then, bro. I respect their greatness to think that they would be able to evolve. Just like I respect the fact that LeBron and KD and so on and so forth would be able to deal with the physicality, but not the regular bench player, if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm more, I don't know, I'm more neutral in this, but I just, I find it very disrespectful how everyone just like, just throws him to the side like nah nah he he's an old head he wouldn't be able to do nothing he wouldn't be able to do nothing it's like nah bro like them old heads was nice though they were nice but they're not hanging today in my opinion my final my final statement at least but all right let's hop on to the next one bro let's do it um all right let's talk about this mvp race man oh um you predicted mvp curry last Mm -hmm. season um and and, and now he's runner up right now or no he's number one but uh, uh right in front of kd Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you saw that game, Warriors versus uh, uh, the Nets, mm-hmm. and they were at Barclays Center, man. And, and Curry went berserk, as always, uh, as 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 always recently, man. Seems always yeah. he has uh, anything over thirty. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty crazy. But the sad part about that game was, is that they were chanting MVP for Curry. Yo, for real. How disrespectful. Um, and I guess what I want to ask you is, is all right. It was early too. It was, was like the second this? quarter. Yeah, bro, it was mad disrespectful. <laughs> but I mean, Curry was going crazy shooting right. from the logo, shot two. I think he, like he opened the game with like two two logo shots. Right, like, like right. it's very disrespectful, bro. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess yeah. My question is, who are you taking for the MVP if you had to choose out of the two? Right now, I got, I got, I definitely got Steph Curry. Um, he's playing at, at just a phenomenal level, bro. I mean, and obviously, like the numbers aren't as good as they were his MVP seasons. But it's just his, I feel like his impact on the game is just way more. Like, he's definitely developed 
and turned into probably the most explosive offensive power in the game. I don't think he's the best offensive player. I still give that to KD because, I mean, he's a seven-foot monster, get a shot anytime, and he's the most efficient scorer. But, dude, the way Steph Curry makes him rain, bro, and he just, it's just I feel like every single three is like it's just like hitting you in the gut, bro. Every time it's like, oh, my goodness, like because you can't do anything about it. You play the greatest defense you possibly can, and it's splash water every single time, bro. Like, the man's barely touching rim with full-on defense. He'll throw, he'll shoot it on two, three motherfuckers, and it's still touching on that, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy, dude, because, like, and it's all, it's, it amazes me because it's literally all off the ball. Like, he's just running the whole game. Two, three, four screens. Dude, running. Slip screen. Running, running, just to get a little breath air, bro. Breath of fresh air, bro, and boom. Water, yeah, and it, and it's crazy how, yeah, like you said, a, a hair of fresh air, a fresh air. That's it, bro. You give them a little bit of room, bro, and that's it. You're done. You might as well just start running onto the other side of the court, bro. It's crazy, but I think, I think, and it's it's weird because KD's like, it's kind of like under the radar a little bit. I, maybe I don't know if it's like maybe because he's in the East or whatever, but like he's not being talked about as much as I think he should be. Because, I mean, they have the best record in the East. I didn't even realize that. But then again, the Warriors have the best record in the entire NBA without Clay. I think that's the craziest part, too, is the fact that it's literally it's Steph Curry and company. You know, KD does have James Harden. It's not the James Harden that we know. But I think just Steph Curry, the way he's dominating right now, the way he's shooting, at the, the, way he's shooting the ball and the amount of threes that he's also shooting. He's shooting at a, at a um, career high. I believe it's like 13 attempts a game, which is absurd, dude, because he's hitting like 40-some percent at 13 attempts. So it's just it's crazy, man. Steph Curry is that dude, man. And there's that conversation of who's the best player in the league. Is it Steph Curry or KD? Who do you think? I'm taking Curry, man. Really? Everybody knows that no everybody that knows hmm. me knows I'm bumping fuck Steph Curry. All crazy. <laughs> you know me, you know that song, bro. I'm bumping that shit. But I gotta wow. give it to Curry, bro. Wow. Um inspirational. Shout out Flash, man. Like it's straight up facts. The man is going and shooting crazy shots from the logo, bro. Right. Um and um, you know, and I think the one thing that that's that's really in effect with this MVP conversation is the net is the connotation that comes with these teams. Mm-hmm. You have the nets bro that have, you know, Kyrie Irving stink going on. Um, and then you have, you know, James Harden struggling to get back to his normal self. They were struggling in the beginning as a unit. Um, right. now they're finally finding themselves. Like you said, they are the number one in the East, right? But you know, with that negative stink going around, I think it just leaves a bad connotation with the nets, which, uh, but then, you know, when you got Steph Curry, you know, a short, um, Unorthodox player who's changed the game recently, um, and then you you put into account that like air quote has nobody, mm-hmm. but like he's the one that got these guys to where they are. Mm-hmm. You know, Jordan Poole about to be MIP, bro. Right, Kevon Looney making a return. Uh, Gary Payton Jr. I think his mm-hmm. name is. Yeah. Um, and you got all these all these guys that 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 are looked at as underdogs and being lifted up by Curry. Right. Not only supporting Curry, but getting their back buckets too. And Andrew Wiggins too. Much respect to him, bro. Mm-hmm. And I need to see him back on the court a little more. But right. much respect to him, bro, and that team, bro. Steve Kerr as well, bro, because 
Not only do they play hard on the offensive end, but they play hard on the defensive right, end. Right, they have the number one defense. And and back to my point is that the connotation that comes with this team, bro, it's like the underdog is going crazy. Right. And um, it's amazing to see what what they're what this basketball team is doing, man. And, and especially Curry. Like I said, going for above 30, dang near every night, bro. And he right. plays hard every single night. Right. And you can see it. And you can see the competitiveness. You can see the love of the game in his face, bro. Right. Like It's just... It's just an energy you can feel through the TV, bro. And I think that's why people chant MVP for Curry in any gym. Right. Straight up. So, um, I got to give it to Curry, bro. And it's like, and my, like I said, I say, uh, fuck that Curry, fuck that Curry. But to be honest, bro, like, it, it's it's lit to watch. I love to mm-hmm. see it. And this is what you love to see in the game of basketball. Right. Uh, the underdog come crazy. Right. Uh, and like I said, it's exciting to watch these Warriors, man. Number one in the league. Um, sucks to see because I'm a Laker. But at the same time, it's dope. It's dope. It's dope for sure. Um, so yeah, I'm taking Steph right now over KD. Um, and but we'll see. We might see them both in the finals. So hey, right. But I do have Steph Curry as the MVP. But when when I say who's a better player, bro, I gotta take KD. I have to. At the end of the day, you give me one choice for one game. Who am I taking? Of course, I'm gonna take KD. No, yeah, KD. No, no. I, I guess yeah. Let me rephrase myself. KD is a better player than Curry overall. But deserving of MVP this season right now, right. at this very second, Curry. Right. So, I think we agree on that one. Definitely, definitely. But, I mean, it's – and I was, I was having this, this conversation with, with Naomi, my wife, the other day. And, you know, it's the first time ever in my life that I'm about to say this. And I'm admitting it because, like you all know that I say, I am a very unbiased basketball fan. <laughs> Very unbiased. I stand by my word. And obviously, I mean, I got to accept that LeBron James is not the best player in the league anymore. Currently, right now. Say that one more time for the masses. No, no, no. I don't got to say it again. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. LeBron James, yeah, he's he's not the best player in the league right now. It's it's just, it's the sad reality, you know. Uh, I definitely have KD as the best player in the league right now. I got Steph second, Giannis third, and... LeBron fourth, respectfully, just giving him, you know, his due because he's LeBron James. You know, I'm not going to throw him down too much, but I got to see it for what it is right now. And those other three guys are playing at a high, high, high level. I feel like every single year we kind of like forget about Giannis because we're so used to his greatness. Mm -hmm. We're so used to him averaging almost 30, 12 and like five on a nightly basis for the last four or five years. But, yeah, KD and Steph, I mean, the level that they're playing at, bro, is actually amazing to watch. Like, I genuinely, and I don't I don't like, I don't care for them as mm-hmm. a fan, you know. Like we said, like, I'm a Laker fan, I'm a LeBron fan, but I sit in awe watching them play basketball because it's like, how are you that good? Literally. <laughs> like, cause you, you got to pray that they miss. You got to pray that they miss because every time they let it go, you think it's going in. That's the craziest part. And wait till James Wiseman and Clay come back. Right. That's the that's the scary part. That's the scary part. But they're fun. They're fun to watch. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect this from them. At I didn't all. either. I didn't either. Because they didn't make much changes to the roster. That they had last year. I'll, I'll never forget a chat. Shout out to Adrian, man. I'll never forget the chat we were in right before the season, bro. Talking about how we got Westbrook and people were just talking crazy in that uh, Twitter clubhouse. Then I think 
No, yeah, it was with a kid named Jordan, bro. I don't remember who exactly it was, but man, they were talking crazy. Saying the Warriors have a chance. Wait till they get Clay back. Andrew right. Wiggins is stepping up for Clay. Um, I'll laugh at that before the season. I was laughing at all. Bro, like, <laughs> just blasphemy. Wow. Even Vic and, was and, saying that. Yeah, and, and here we are. You here know? we are. And, and yo, I, gotta, I have to come correct, too. Uh, I put Joker over Steph, but I got to put Steph over Joker. I got to put Steph third in the league, actually. Respect. Behind KD, Giannis, Steph, LeBron. Then I'm putting Joker. Yeah. So I got to. Yeah. But all due respect, man. Um, let's see what these Warriors do. Let's see what these, these Warriors do, man. Let's see. But all right, y'all. Let's hop on to the next topic. Uh, the final topic. Um, let's just talk about a team we were surprised about. Um, you want to start or me? No, you go first. You got all right, it. All right, all right, all right. Honestly, bro, I'm surprised with a lot of teams, but I have, I really have two. I have one team that I thought was really going to surprise me because they have a lot of potential, but then I have a team that just straight up surprised me because, I, number one, I was talking shit. And number two, <laughs> it's the underdog effect with this team. But anyway, the first team I thought that was going to make it really far and do really well, but it's doing okay, is the Cavaliers. Um, Colin Sexton, I've seen him in a couple workouts before this season, bro. Young Bull was looking mean, getting a lot of bounce, getting real athletic, improving his jump shot. Um, Darius, Garland, Darius Garland coming back, man. Um, pure handle, even though he double dribbled the other day. Pure <laughs> blood, blood handle, bro. Just, just disgusting. Um, great IQ. Um, great, great three point shot and jumper. Right. Um, and then you pair that with you know the veteran rookie point, uh, veteran rookie, veteran point guard of Ricky Rubio, mm-hmm. uh, who's also playing at a, a crazy level right, right now. Right. Um, especially now in replacement for uh, Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton. Right. And then they're over here producing the rookie of the year, potentially leading in the race right now at this right. point. Evan Mobley, mm-hmm. um, who was a surprise to me in, in itself. Me I actually thought he wasn't going to be that great. Yeah, I thought um, he was going to be all right. Yeah, I thought he was going to be like a, a, tr- a little bit lesser version of John Collins. Mm-hmm. But he, he seems to be performing better. Right. And I, I wouldn't say better, but he seems to be, you know, almost at that level. Right. Um, being able to, you know, finish over guys. Uh, handle the rock a little bit, you know, can push himself out to the perimeter, you right. know, not all the way, but, you know, he'll hit that jumper, that long jumper, um, and, he, and he can definitely finish at the rim. You know, mm-hmm. I want to see him get a little stronger, but, bro, right now he, he's doing pretty well for where he's at. Much right. respect. And then, you know, I think he's taking in the game from uh, Jared Allen, bro. Right. Um, this dude... I don't know why the Nets traded him. I mean, I know why, but I don't. But I don't yeah, because, yeah. bro, he's a, he's a bucket, bro. He like one of them dudes you see come in the gym and they're like, oh yeah, he's trash. But that man come in and dunk on you five times, double double, automatically, bro. bro. Like automatically, it, it's crazy, bro. And I, much respect to Jared Allen, bro. He's continuing what he did in, in no, he's improving on what he did in the Nets, man. Right. Um, and and that's why I'm like, yo, these Cavs are like that. Mm-hmm. They are like that, bro. So. I'm excited to see where they go, bro, um, and the potential they have. But um, after that long tangent, the most important team I really think that came out of nowhere and just smacked me in my face was the Wizards, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, bro, I was talking shit on Kyle Kuzma. Um, I didn't believe in Montrezl Harrell no more. Uh, I thought Bradley Bill was on the decline. Uh, um, Dinwiddie, you know, I didn't think he was going to perform that well off this surgery. Um, and I just didn't think this program had much – Potential at all And right. At one point in the time They were literally The first team in the east bro Right 
Uh, Literally, but, like, a couple days ago. But to my point, um, the Warriors, bro, it's the underdog effect, mm-hmm. right? Bro, they have nothing to lose, man. Right, that's Jim true. Witty and Kuzma said it perfectly. Like, they're just playing hard. They come out and play hard every night because if they lose, they're still the Wizards from last year. Right. If they win, they're the come-up underdogs. Right. And they've been winning. They've been playing hard. Montrezl Harrell has been playing on a new level. Mm-hmm. Kuz has elevated his game to a little bit, bro. He's finally taking on, you know, uh, I think he's finally, like, Getting into his role, right? Um, that he knows how to play, but it's perfect. That role he knows how to play is actually perfect for the Wizards, right? Um, and then uh, he ain't averaging twenty five though. Let's make that motherfucking clear. Uh, <laughs> but he, he's definitely improved, man. Um, and Bradley Beal being Bradley Beal, man, mm-hmm. solid dude, straight killer. You're not stopping him, right? Uh, and and. Dinwiddie just a, 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 a solid PG walking bucket too, um, and and it's just amazing to see these Wizards actually making a stride for once in their freaking lives, bro. Right. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, man, it, it's it's dope to see. I don't know how obviously I don't know how long it'll last because I feel like the Bulls, um, the Nets, uh, the Seventy Sixers don't even have Joel and B right now. Right. They're all settling in, and I think the skills is all getting there. The jitters are out. Um, the teams are starting to play like themselves. So. Uh, this is looking a little slow for them, in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong again, and they make another nice stride. But yeah, I think guys are getting ready, getting ready on the stride, and and uh, that streak is over. But they definitely surprised me, bro. So I don't know who 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 are you feeling this season? All right, uh, real quick about the Cavs and the Wizards. I don't know if you saw, but Colin Sexton today actually he's out for the rest of the year, bro. He tore his meniscus, bro. Yeah. I tore my meniscus, bro. You out for the new gun. You done. Yeah, yeah. You done, he my just boy. has surgery, man. Sucks for sure. I think Darius Garland is phenomenal, though. I think he's I think he's just crazy. Um, the Wizards, they actually have surprised me too, though. Because like I knew they would have potential to be like a solid team, but like I said, like they would like barely make the play in type shit. I mean, they're tied for third in the East right now. So, like you said, I mean, they will probably might come down to earth, but then they might not, you know, because at the end of the day, they're in the East. Like you said, they play hard every single time. So, um, They have good pieces. Right, right. They have solid players that, at the end of the day, like, they got multiple bucket getters at the end of the day, you know, and they're solid defensively as well. So, yeah, I definitely like them. But the team to me that I have two teams, one that has surprised me positively and one that has surprised me negatively. So the first one positively is the Chicago Bulls. I, because I'm not a big fan of Billy Donovan. I'm just, I'm really not. Um, So I didn't think that he would really be able to mix uh, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan. I thought that them two would have a hard time kind of distributing the rock. You know, I thought it was going to be like a, like how the Clippers, their first year, it was like, you know, Kawhi was like, your turn. And then PG was like, oh, it's my turn, your turn, my turn. I thought that's how it was going to be. But they actually have a very nice, fluid chemistry within the entire team. Lonzo Ball is playing probably the highest level that he's played in his entire career. He's shooting the ball. Bro, I think that's the craziest part is how he's shooting the three. He's literally improved Every single year, and now he's shooting like 42 43%. Bro, that is elite, especially defensively, too. Yes, yes, they're a great defensive team. Lonzo Ball is being slept on for defensive player in the year talk because these people are talking about Gary Trent Jr. as the third defensive player ranking. And I understand it's because he has a lot of steals. All right, if I'm not mistaken, he leads the league in steals, but. 
First off, the Raptors are horrible defensively. They're a horrible team to begin with, period. I feel like if you are in contention for the defensive player of the year, it has to, you know, show within your team's success, at least defensively. Like, your team just has to be very – he doesn't even lead the – he's fourth in the league in steals. So, I say, I don't get it. Why is he ahead of Lonzo Ball when Lonzo Ball is literally having one of the best guard uh, defensive seasons in years? If you really watch the way they play and the way that he dominates the ball on defense, it's actually very scary. I wouldn't want him defending me. And, <laughs> and dude, they have two MVP candidates. DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine are both playing like MVPs, bro. It's actually crazy. DeMar yeah. has literally had a rebirth in Chicago. He was one of the most underrated players last year. And then, boom, now he's in the MVP talk. It's actually absurd. They're, they play great chemistry. They play great offense. They play great defense. Billy Donovan has surprised me because, like I said, I wasn't really a fan. And, I mean, they're, they're only 10-5. and five. They've come into a little slump as of late. But they're just a very solid team, bro. And like we know, I mean, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan, they just give you a bucket any single time they want. Any single time they get in a bucket, no matter what. So it's like, who you going to guard? You going to guard DeMar or you going to guard Zach Levine? Because they're going to both give you water every single time. So I love the Bulls. And they, and they, 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 have, they don't even have Vooch back yet. Right. He's been in COVID protocol for like almost like two weeks now. Yeah, he should be coming back soon. but Right. Right. So, yeah, I, th- I think they're very solid, very solid team. And... The team that has disappointed me greatly, man, we can't go through this podcast without talking about the Lakers, man. I've, I've been pretty disappointed in the Lakers, man. I know that LeBron, he's been hurt. You know, he missed eight games. He just came back tonight. But, I mean, during that stretch, bro, I was just really just been disappointed with the up and down play of Anthony Davis, man. I know, like, I'm not really putting too much stock on, you know, what Westbrook hasn't been doing necessarily because he has been playing more effective basketball as of late. And I knew it was going to take a while for him to really get used to everything in L.A. and stuff. So he's been looking way more solid. But Anthony Davis, bro, like, I just, I don't know, like, how to light a fire on him every single time he gets the basketball, bro. Because he literally, no one in the league can guard him, bro, except maybe Giannis. But no one in the league can guard him because they're either too small or too slow. Facts. And he should be dominating every single night like he was doing in New Orleans. Like he was doing the first year in L.A. He won a chip, bro, and then it's just been like he's been up and down, bro. Like he's still a top ten player, but it's like you were in top five discussion. I had him the fourth best player in the league, and now it's like, dude, I got it. Like you're in the back end of top ten, and that's just like. That's off name, but like if we're talking about performance, performance on a nightly basis, like I don't know if I could put you top 10. I'm going to because you're Anthony Davis at the end of the day. But it's like, bro, like it's like one night he's going to give you 35 and 15, and then the next night he'll give you 20 and 9, 20 and 6. Like it's, it's just weird, bro, because it's like there's times where he doesn't even try. Yeah. But he doesn't even try to back someone down. Where right when he sees a double team coming, bro, he immediately kicks it out, but doesn't call or for it. Or fade away. Yeah, bro. Like every single time, he's bailing out the defender. Yeah. And it's so sad, dude, because this man literally should be averaging thirty and twelve 
Every single night, bro. Every single night. Because like we said, you can't guard them. No one could guard them. Yeah. Either, like I said, too small or too slow. Yeah. He's a seven-footer with handles, with range that can back you down. Great free throw shooter. Great defender. Like, dude, you need to be dominated. You need to be in the MVP talk every single year. I don't care if you play with LeBron James. You need to be rivaling him for the best player on the team. I don't know. No, yeah, I, I'm definitely right there with you, bro. Most disappointing team in the league right now. I don't know what's going on, man. Actually, I do know what's going on, bro. It's Westbrook. Let's be frank about it. I'm not even going to hold it back no more, bro. I'm not going to bullshit myself, man. Westbrook, I think the that's turnover, an easy target, man. It is an easy target because them turnovers and them shot attempts be blowing, blowing me, bro. Straight blowing me, bro. I don't understand how this man be shooting 20 shots but having 15 points. I don't understand how you have 10-plus assists but eight turnovers, five turnovers, six, seven turnovers. It don't make sense to me, bro. Um, and so with all of that being into account, let's not even go into the plus-minus, bro. Um, it's, it's, just, it's just like it's the glaring elephant in the room, and we can't ignore it anymore. I don't know what's like. I, th- I agree with you on 82. Super streaky. I get scared every time he falls. I'm nervous every time he actually <laughs> tries to do something physical to somebody because he's always on the ground for 45 seconds. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I do enjoy what I see, what, what, I, what I believe LeBron is doing. It's getting them ready for when LeBron ain't there no more. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Westbrook is going to have to somehow try and get this shit together and, and take over and be able to make plays instead of turnovers. And I think he is finding himself. Um, I think his mid-range is disgusting. I think um, he, I think he's. I, I love Westbrook. I think he's an overall great player, player stuff like that. But something's got to change. Something's got to give. Something's got to budge, bro. Maybe now that LeBron's back, because um, he did phenomenal today. Um, Westbrook did okay, um, and I see Westbrook taking this step back. I see Westbrook taking the step back, letting LeBron take the wheel for a little bit. But over time, Westbrook takes that wheel. Um, so hopefully, you know, that pans out to the greatest, you know, because go Lakers. But, um, yeah, man, it's, it's disappointing to see what's going on with the Lakers. And then also I want to touch on, like I said, I'm always touching on the energy of the team, bro. It seems it's that cocky energy. Like we won a championship last year. Right. I don't like that. I don't like how we're a bunch of old heads who think, oh, yeah, we them OGs. We don't smack everybody because, no, right. these dudes are out here competing. Right. We've seen it with the two games with OKC, bro. We've seen it with the Timberwolves. They're not here to play no more, bro. Right. These dudes are playing hard. They have nothing to lose, bro. Um, they're coming with everything, and I think the Lakers lack that um, that fire chip on their shoulder. Literally, yeah. that fire. Um, so I mean, it shows defensively because we suck defensively. defensively. Trash. It's atrocious. Letting guys walk by us. No help defense, right. bro. Um, I don't know if that's a thing, but but it, it, it it's whatever they're doing is not working. Uh, so. Um, yeah, man, I don't know what's going on in the Lakers, bro. We have a lot to improve on offensively, defensively, uh, uh, role-wise. Um, and, and But I do like what I'm seeing from these role players. Right. THT stepping right. up crazy the mm-hmm. other night. Uh, Malik Monk, same here. I think he's finally finding his role in the league as a player. Right. You know, uh, a 3 and D guy who has stupid, crazy bounce. Uh, it, it, it's nice to see. Avery Bradley, still defensive monster. Coming in every night, playing hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I'm I'm kind I'm excited to see what's happening uh, in the future. But right now, it's cringe. Yeah, yeah. Straight up, definitely. Cringe, like man. it's definitely it's definitely 
not fun, you know, when it's like, I mean, I, I, bro, I wouldn't even put a dime on them right now, to be honest. Like, if I'm really being honest, like, of course, if it's like an easy dub, but even at that, like, like you said, like, we just lost to the Timberwolves, to OKC twice, like, but came back from 20 twice when right. the OKC, it's, a, it's appalling. Right, but I think it. I think that that just goes with the effort and the cockiness. You know, it's like they need a shift in mindset to where like they need a grind for every single win. You know, and it's like it is what it is. It's it's the NBA. You know, you mm-hmm. need to grind it out. But it's like they their cockiness shows defensively when they don't help, when they give up. You know, when they let dudes blow past them, when they let. The guard of the other team get offensive rebounds and keep possessions alive. Like, and then it's like, boom, they get two, three offensive rebounds, and then boom, they hit a three, and then it's demoralizing for the team. And it's just like a domino effect, bro. And it's like, they need to just like cut that shit, play hard, play discipline, and do what you know how to do. Like, they're, they have the potential to be one of the best teams ever. It's just, Everyone needs to fully buy in. And, of course, we're not fully healthy yet. You know, like we said, LeBron just come back. Kendrick Nunn hasn't played. Trevor Reza hasn't played. These dudes are just, you know, some of the dudes like Wayne Ellington and THT. You know, they're just not getting into the lineup. So, you know, I'm not really putting too much stock, but I'm definitely disappointed with how the first, what, 17, 18 games have gone, you know. 100% right there with you, Brad. We're going to see his Laker Nation, though, my boy. And I ain't never jumping ship. Never. Never. So at the end of the day, we got one guy, y'all don't. We got LeBron James. <laughs> <laughs> so you have anything more you want to talk about, my boy? Nah, man. Nah, I think it's been a solid, solid first start to the season, man. It's been very fun, very intriguing. A lot, a lot of great basketball being played, and a lot of great basketball to be played in the future. Let's get it, man. Yeah. So yeah, man. Thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of What the Heck Hoops. Um, like we always say, you know, like, comment, subscribe to all of our, you know, social media platforms, get into, uh, get active with us, you know, let us know what you want us to do, what you want us to fix, what you want us to talk about. And yeah, man, just, you know, enjoy the game of basketball with us. Like we always do. Thank you guys so much. What the heck? Hoops out. Yes, sir.